0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and let go of whatever else is going on in your your world right now. And just be reminded that God is right there. He is for you. He knows what your tomorrow holds. And he is drawing you. You don't need to get his attention. Every single circumstance in your life, he is working through that circumstance to bring you into wholeness. Not to make you work harder. Not so that you'll meet a standard but so that you will be whole, spirit, soul, and body, complete, entire, so that all your needs in your soul and your body will be met, just like your needs in your spirit have already been met. We're here on this earth to learn to live and move and have our being in him, as a spirit being in Christ, in God, we're not another. We're part of God. He cannot separate himself from us. Can't separate himself from anyone, from anything. He is everything. Everything's in him. So he can't ignore something. He can't turn his back on something. He is fully invested in everything in your life and in the life of everyone you love. You know, we all have wishes and desires for the people we love. Oh, you know, wish they didn't have to be going through this and wish they had, you know, prayer for, for them to, to change and for, for this to be different in their lives. Just be reminded that as much as you care about that person, God cares so much more. And I wonder sometimes how much we interfere. God knew about it, though. But we interfere with what God's intent is. We rescue our loved ones. We coddle our loved ones. We don't say things when we should. We say things when we shouldn't. We help when we shouldn't. We don't help when we should. And by that I mean at God's direction. We are all learning to see ourselves in a different way, that your job here, your purpose here, is not to be a good parent, for instance, or a good spouse, or a good employee or employer. It's to be one with God, spirit, soul, and body. That's your purpose. Now, how you get there, God assigns us all tasks, projects, jobs. So we will learn how his ways operate, how he does things, how the spirit works, how the soul works, how the supernatural realm works, how things work, to learn his ways so just as we we learn how relationships work by being in them you know you can study how to do how to ride a bike all you want you can watch youtube videos you can read you can watch your neighbors ride bike ride a bike but until you get out and get on your your bike and learn how to do it yourself you're not going to learn You may have the mechanics, you may have the understanding, but you don't have the experience. So God assigns you projects and tasks and jobs where you have to experience God's ways. Part of our problem is we get so focused on the end result. Did I successfully learn how to ride a bike? Well, yes, no, maybe but did you learn anything in the meantime? Are you trying too hard? Are you easily distracted? Maybe your balance is, is bad. Don't try to learn how to ride a bike when under, you know, certain circumstances where you your balance is off. What is it that we're learning? We want to know God And when we accept that every circumstance, we can embrace that circumstance to learn his ways. Part of our, we also want to learn how to accept making mistakes. We're all going to make them. Nobody's perfect. But we can learn from them and and value those mistakes. We learn most Very often we learn more from mistakes than doing things right the first time. So we've been talking about learning how the supernatural realm works. And it seems like this is a ver- very overwhelming topic. And I can understand that because even just trying to find out how other people approach it, it's very... There's a lot of steps. There's a lot of of moving parts. There's a lot of theory and concept and new terminology, So, which is fine. Everybody has their own way of approaching, their own way of learning. That's fine. But for our purposes, we want to experience the supernatural realm. We want to stir up the abilities that we have in our soul right now. We want to stir them up. Because we always try to be practical. This is not about learning right doctrine. It's about knowing God and being known of him, being one with him. So we often try to throw in homework, and unfortunately it's usually at the end, and we end up not having much time for it. So I'm going to throw out a couple of ideas for some homework for you now, and then get back into our discussion. So we've been talking about stirring up your abilities and that it's if God has revealed something or put his desire on your heart, if you have a desire for something in the supernatural realm that he'd like you to quicken in your abilities, go for it. Come up with a schedule. How often are you going to try this? How, you know... And, and this is a conversation you're having with him. How do I learn how to do this? He may put books in front of you. He may put people in front of you. He may put, uh, you know, any, uh, any, uh, any concept. He's free to use whatever he wants to bring us the information we need. can be a Christian source, a non-Christian source, whatever, but have that conversation with God. Because that's part of it, is we're learning his ways. And remember who you are as a spirit being already has the answers to your questions. So if you're asking, how do I do this? How do I perform miracles? How do I learn to do that? Take it. This is not going to be something... You know, okay, well, you spin around three times and say magic words and plant a magic bean. Be objective about, okay, God, this is a, an ability that's already in my soul. How do I activate it? What would it look like? Think about Jesus' example. You know, he was asleep in the bottom of the boat, a storm came up. And. All of a sudden, you know, he, he's, he, they're afraid, and he stands up and says, peace, be still. What are the dynamics of that? How did he do that? Why did he do that? Why didn't he just say, well, let's just get the boat, you know, zip across the, the sea and be at shore? Why didn't he prevent the storm? Why did, you know, why did he choose to still the sea? Why didn't he just say, chill out, guys, we're going to be fine? These are questions you ask God. Because it's about learning his ways. There's not going to be a step one, step two, step three that fits all cases. You know, how did he raise Lazarus? We can, you know, and this is what this is what we have a tendency to do. Okay, he did this, he did that, he said this, he said that. What about the next time? And how many? How about the times before Lazarus? I don't think raising Lazarus was the first time he raised someone from the dead. It wasn't the last. And and part of the that is for for you and I is to embrace the whole idea is that. All the things that Jesus did, all of them are for you. And more, greater things shall you do, because he goes to the Father. And because he goes to the Father, he leaves freedom. He leaves us to explore this earth. We are now free to learn to live as a spirit being without being in his shadow. Without being, you know, his disciples followed him around and said, okay, now how do you do this? And I'm sure, you know, we we have the letters. This is what he did. This is how he fed, you know, the multitudes. And we we get so oriented in what's God doing? What's Jesus doing? And God wants, Jesus wants, the Holy Spirit wants us to be spirit-directed. Every situation is going to be different he wants us to enjoy it doesn't mean it's not going to be scary or challenging or stressful whenever we're learning new something new that's what's going to happen that's fine that's part of the the body we're in is it responds to doesn't respond to change real well we don't like change even if it's change for the better change is hard change is confusing We've talked about we'd rather stay in our cell even when the door is unlocked and we're, we're welcome to walk into freedom. Being in prison sometimes is far more, because it feels secure. We know what to expect. Even if it's pain and misery, we know what to expect. And God says, come. You know, this is the way, walk ye in it. So, Here's your, your homework. Think, you know, if God has not already given you a desire, and remember, he gives you the desires of your heart. It doesn't mean that whatever your desire is, he's going to match it. If you desire, you know, a chocolate milkshake, boom, you got it. He's not, you know, a, a, you know, a, a magic lamp where you rub it and you get a, whatever you wished for. Instead, he puts the desires he wants you to have in your heart. So we ask him, Lord, is this a desire from you? Lord, I'm really interested in learning how to, you know, speak in tongues. I'm really interested in learning how to see demons, you know, work with demons. I'm really interested in learning how to raise the dead. Whatever it is, talk to him about it and ask him, okay, Lord, is this desire from you? Now, sometimes he's going to say yes, but we're not going to go there yet. Just because he has given you yes, go in this direction we have a tendency to think that, okay, that's the direction where I'm just going to charge down that road until I meet the end of the road. We want to go from A to Z. A lot of times, God's purpose for giving us what Z looks like is to get us off of A. And when we get to D, he's going to say, now turn left. But giving us what Z is gets us moving off of A. So this is why the goal is not to get to Z. The goal is not to raise the dead. The goal is not to know all about how the supernatural realm works even. Those are givens. Those are things we're going to learn how to do, period, end of sentence. Whether it's on this timeline or the net. One thing I want to mention, the devil is not creative. Our enemies, the world system is not creative. Our own bad habits are not creative. They can only manipulate what God has already created. So there's, you're going to run into situations and doctrines and what people say and you're going to say, "Well, that's that's, you know, that's too wacky. That's out of that's not something God would, you know, that's out of his will or however you want to say it. That's not from God. That's not possible from God." The thing is is everything is. Now, we could go into discussing suffering and why God lets evil flourish, even evil men succeed. And maybe we'll do that sometime, but for right now, let's just speak, talk about on an individual basis. Why does he let us make mistakes? Because we learn more from mistakes. You know, pain causes us, you know, so it gets our attention so much more than victory. And yet victory, success, reveals a great deal about it our desires and intentions so he uses everything he uses every part of your experience so he's shown you he's he's you ask him lord is this desire from you and he says yes but not yet for now just desire this let's just let's just talk about this or he may say yes but not for now And then you can come back and say, "Well, is there something else you want me to to desire?" Again, you just have a conversation, talk with him. Don't settle for him answering a question and you not having something else to talk to him about, because he wants to talk to you. His desire. You know, we talk about God giving us our desires. What is his desire? His desire is to be known by you. He already knows you, but he wants you to know him. He wants you to be confident and encouraged and being able to express and share and give and be who he is, who you are. Remember, you are a spirit being. You are love, and that is expressed by giving. Giving what God has already given you, and you've already received the kingdom of God. You've already received eternal life. We're practicing here now giving it. And that doesn't mean, okay, love is all, you know, kittens and... and, rainbows and everything nice and never offending anybody hardly and we can look at, back at the wonderful example of, of Christ he sure offended a lot of people got him killed and he knew it but he knew his father he Christ was offensive and it, that hasn't changed It is still offensive to say there is, this is the way, walk in it. That without being born again, you are dead to Christ. You are dead to God. You do not have eternal life. You do not have the kingdom. That's offensive. And that's fine. And that's... Part of what we're going to all have to learn is to live live with being misunderstood and unaccepted and unvalued by others because we are valued and accepted and loved unconditionally by God. You're not going to be able to do it out of your own strength, but you have the spiritual strength already within you. So if he says, okay, you know, this is what I want you to be working on, this is the project, go with him. That's what's more important. It's not the most important that you're working on stirring up the gifts of your soul. That's not what's most important, is that you're working on what he wants you to be working on. But, you know, we can probably do several things at the same time. So don't be, you know, don't be afraid of loading up your plate with, everything God wants you to, you know, you belly up to the buffet, load your plate. God, I want to learn this, 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 and this. Say, okay, let's do it. But let's say you, he has not given you a specific desire, but you want to learn how to stir up the abilities that you already have. It's still a desire, you just don't have any, some, anything specific. So I'm going to give you, and we've talked about some things before, but let's be a little bit more specific. Let's talk about three items. And again, I'm just throwing these out for you. You know, hopefully this is, you know, God God has breathed on these ideas, but Something else. I'm going to give you three. If something else pops up, go for it. This is how we do it. This was we're stirring up. What happens when you stir things up? It gets all cloudy. So don't be surprised that things get less clear. When you're thinking, oh, it's going, to, it's going to make more sense, it's going to be more clear. No, it could get the exact opposite because we're stirring things up. It could get even messier, even more confusing, even cloudier. Fine, great. It's part of the process. So think about three things. Asking for the word of knowledge to be stirred up, for dreams to be stirred up and for teaching for the Lord to teach you how to pray for yourself and I'm just going to give you a phrase Lord what do you want for me this week now what does that do it stirs up your awareness of his presence word of knowledge you're going to take it more seriously when you need a word of knowledge Dreams, what do we have a tendency to do? We get out the book. we get out a, a dreams a symbol book when we we try to match things up that okay, this is what i the symbol I see in my dream this is what what it must mean. Well, that's not the way God does things. He does not want us relying on our own understanding for interpretation. Instead, we ask, Lord, what does this dream mean? Just to give you a little example, I was working in the ministry quite some time ago and one of my friends had a pretty poignant dream. It meant a lot to her. And she was telling everybody what it was and was writing it down and sharing with people and getting their interpretations. And of course... You know, there's quite a variety of different interpretations, and she finally said, "I, you know, you're, I've, you know, seen that you're not really in into interpreting dreams." And I said, "No, I'm fine with interpreting dreams. I just don't do it that way." And she said, "Okay, well, how do you do it?" And I said, "Okay, well, we'll sit down." And she said, "Okay, well, here's what the dream is." I said, "No, don't tell me what the dream is." She's like, "What?" And I said, no, don't tell me what the dream is, because it doesn't matter what the dream is. I said, the dream is to get your attention. And she, uh, she looked at me kind of funny. I said, no, the dream is the knocking. So sometimes there will be a connection to what God wants to say as to what the dream is. Very often it's about a feeling or um, a connection but very often, or something in us changes, but it's very, it's often not, doesn't have anything to do with the content of the dream. So I said, so what I want you to do is let's just ask God, is there a concern that's on your heart right now that you're trying to to get clarification on? And she said, yes. And, and she started to tell me, I said, don't tell me. This is, be- this is, you know, you want information from god you want direction from god you want this is what this is all about is hearing from him clearly and she goes oh okay so i said so you want clarification from god then you and you have an issue that you're dealing with says do you know what your options are and she said yes it's it's very clear it's either this or this you know, and she just said, "A, it's A or B. I said, You're, that's exactly right. You just want to do two. doesn't matter what they are. I'm not going to you know, comment on what either one of those options are. But you, you, we can now go to God with option A or option B. Do you, know you know what option A is and what option B is? So when he tells you option A or option B, you'll know which way to go. She goes, yes. So, okay. so we're just going to ask right now, Lord, do you care which option she picks, A or B? And she just looked at me like I'd grown a third head. And she said, she just looked at me and she said, no, he doesn't care. And I said, is that okay with you? And she said, that explains everything. I said, yes, that Explain. I said, I guess. That's up to you. That's the whole point, is everybody was trying to figure out the answer when she was asking the wrong question. She was thinking that, well, anyway, the whole point being that she was trying to figure out what he was saying when he just wanted to tell her. So we got to the point where we just asked the question. And so much of knowing God is about asking the right question. So much about knowing the supernatural realm is about asking the right question. The example I had about Jesus in, in the boat, in the storm, and why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? Those are the kinds of questions. And we want to allow ourselves to challenge and question everything God is doing. We're not saying he's doing it wrong. We're not saying, you know, this is bad or, or you know, I sh- I'm supposed to understand this. It's like, why? You know, like a two-year-old, why? You know, how come this happened? Why don't you do this? You know, um, now we're going to get a lot of times he's just going to say, because I'm God. And that's fine. You know, we say, okay. So should, is there something else I should ask you about? Part of this process is developing trust and confidence and learning how to ask the right question. And he is changing us. While we're working on this, remember, while we're working on stirring up the abilities that we already have in the supernatural realm and dealing with the circumstances in our life, God himself is restoring our soul. He is renewing your mind. He is healing your emotions. He is developing good judgment. He is restoring your soul to its right relationship with your spirit. He's the one who's doing all the hard stuff. He's doing the, doing the brain surgery on your soul. We're over here doing physical therapy, doing the easy stuff, cleaning out our closet, doing su- stuff that... We need to learn how to do. and needs to be done. But in, in the big scheme of things, he himself is reserving the difficult things that he's going to do them himself. So think on those three things. And if you want to do all three of them, fine. But pray for yourself. Lord, what do you have for me this week? And he can answer however he wants the same way as the dreams the same way as the word knowledge but okay for instance word of knowledge where did i leave my keys you know how what happened here how you know i missed a phone call who was that just learn as it comes up and make the opportunity take every opportunity and enjoy the process this is this is fun this is you know, part of, uh, you know, being alive and that joy that comes with knowing God, knowing that he loves us unconditionally and that he is for us and not against us. So we will be getting back together again. Again, continue to drop me, you know, any questions or feedback at diane at therainersclub.org or through blog talk radio. Otherwise, we'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.